Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. It is Tuesday, May 15th, and this episode is brought to you by Angle S Horseshoeing and Stables. Yes, I have a sponsor, and like I said before, if, if it's a good service, it's a good product, I'm not af- I won't be afraid to talk about it on my podcast. And I know you're thinking, like, what's up with this? You know, you're not into horses, Dave, or whatever, but I love horses. They're amazing, majestic creatures, and I don't know why they're always referred to as majestic, but they are, you know? And I've been out there to the stables. I've been there when Chad has uh, trimmed hooves and horse put shoes on horses and not an easy job. It's, it's, it's a dangerous job. That is a big, powerful animal. And Chad, is, is, he's good at it. He's awesome. That's what I hear. I don't know. I don't have horses, but I hear he's awesome at it. Uh, the stables out there are really nice. Uh, Shirley will take care of your horses. Um, yeah, so much. So, if, like I said, if, if it's a good service or there's just good people behind it, I'm going to talk about it. And there's great people behind Angle S Horseshoeing and Stables. So if you guys get a chance, look them up on Facebook or Google it. Uh, it's Chad's personal number, and I told him I'm not going to give it out of my podcast because who the hell knows who will call him. Or I should put his number out, and you guys can call him and send dick pics and stuff. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. So go check out Angle S Horseshoes. Horse, fuck me, man. Try to get this out without fucking up, and I can't. But it doesn't matter. So go check out Angle S Horseshoeing and Stables. Uh, if you're horse people or you know people that are horse people and you're looking for a place to board your horse or you're looking for someone to uh, trim some hooves and, or do some horseshoeing, they're the people to call. Chad is an awesome guy. I talked about him before. I'm going to have him on my podcast. And he, uh, he's an interesting guy. He's a veteran. He's a Marine. He's served in combat. He's, he's crazy. But he's awesome and he's funny and I think you guys should check him out if you got horses. If you don't have horses, then whatever. But if you know people with horses, send them that way. Oh, and tell him you heard it here on the Dave Cast, and he'll give you $5 off a trim and $10 off a, any horseshoeing. A one-time offer. Uh, let him know I sent you and he'll hook you up. Uh, this weekend we got out and we hit some garage sales. Uh, garage sale season is in full swing and I love it. I love garage sales. You can find some pretty good stuff. Uh, usually. We had a UFC 224 out here at the house. Had a couple buddies over. Uh, the kids had a fire. We had a fire in the backyard. The kids had a fire. Yeah, let the kids just burn shit in the backyard. Now nah, we had a fire. Uh, had some drinks. Had some hanging out. It was a good time. Really, I haven't drank in a long time. I was like, Ugh. So the next day I woke up feeling pretty shitty. And I already feel shitty every day. Uh, n- speaking of that, feeling shitty is neck update. So May 24th, I have my first surgery consult. So yes. I am going through with the forum anatomy, uh, the surgery from the back. Uh, I looked into the whole uh, second opinion thing, and that doctor, he agrees with the surgery, actually. He thinks that I should get the forum anatomy, and the only thing he was disagreeing with was the spinal cord stimulator. He didn't think I was a good candidate for it, and that's what the whole second opinion confusion was about. So nobody really told me that. They just said that the one doctor thought I needed a second opinion, and... So I started looking into second opinions. VA doesn't cover second opinions. So I would have to either pay out of pocket. I would have to pay out of pocket or just not get surgery at all or get fixed. So I am going to go to All True and have surgery. I don't know when the actual surgery is, but hopefully it relieves some pain. Hopefully I can get back to work. Hopefully my life can just be normal again. I can start training some jujitsu and working out again. I miss the gym so much. Uh, I was out at MAP not too long ago. Hung out with the guys, uh, did some coaching. No, I didn't spar. No, I didn't roll. No, I didn't do 
do anything crazy physical to hurt myself. You know what I mean? I have people who are like, you're checking in to the gym. Are you training again? I'm like, no, I'm not training again, man. Like, freaking, you think I want to be paralyzed or hurt myself permanently forever? And so, no, no, I didn't train, but I love MAP Fitness. I love the people. I love all the fighters. They're good. They're good people. Uh, like I said, if you have a chance to check out a gym, go check out map, um, Megan and and the people there are great. Uh, she has her own podcast too, and I'm going to be on it soon. Hopefully Megan, uh, hit me up. (laughs) So what else is going on? Uh, Facebook. Yeah, I was off of Facebook for a long time and I got back on and it really was just to promote my podcast. You know what I mean? I want to get more listens. I want more people to check this out. Obviously, you know, I'm not doing it just to talk to myself. And I, Jesus, man, like since I have nothing to do most days, I sit here and I just get lost in the internet. (laughs) You just disappear for hours, either reading people's just racist, crazy, stupid comments or watching crazy videos. Um, It's just crazy. Like I got, I posted something and somebody started commenting on it and I got in like a stupid argument and it was a religious argument which is even dumber because it's just, it is, it is what it is. You know what I mean? People are going to believe what they want to believe. And you just kind of respect that, you know, their beliefs and stuff. Like I don't disrespect religions. I don't disrespect people, you know, who have certain beliefs. Like I said, as long as you're not hurting yourself or anybody else. And most religions I think are, have, have a good cause, a good agenda, not a good agenda. I think everybody's agenda is to make money in the end and control and and to have the control. You know what I mean? That's the one thing I just don't really care for about religions and, and a lot of that stuff, but I don't want to get into it too much. I don't want to like, I don't know. I don't want to come across wrong and people be like, Oh, this guy is going to bad mouth anything. No, man. Christianity has done great things. You know, uh, Muslim people have done great things. Have they all done bad things? Of course. Religion is just weird, man. It's such a weird thing. And and you know what I mean? And like if you live a good Christian life, you're gonna live a great life. You're gonna treat people good and and you're gonna and you're gonna do good things, you know what I mean? But there are in in behind any organization, behind anything, there's good and there's bad. You know what I mean? So I got in this crazy weird fight about like, you know, religion has all this money. Why don't they, <clears throat> excuse me, why don't they, you know, help more poor kids that are starving in Africa? Is this a weird thing? You know what I mean? And, and you Google it and you like Google it, but you look into it and, and, you know, the Catholic church is worth $8 billion. Like no religion and no organization that is into like, that's supposed to be there for, to help people and care for people. They help people. I know. But if you have $8 billion, give me $8 billion. I'm going to make some shit happen. I'm going to make some changes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go and, and start, you know, digging wells in Africa. And I'm going to start feeding kids. And, you know what I mean? And there's already organizations that do that. You know, like the Water 4 thing. Justin Wren, he's an MMA fighter. He's, he, and he backs the, the Water 4. And they, they build wells. They drill wells and, and get fresh water to the Congo and, and to people in Africa, which is awesome. So... Just, I'm not, I wasn't hating on religion or anything like that. I just think that a lot of religion, not even just religion, a lot of organizations, their agenda is just to make money in the end. And they don't care if they hurt people. You know what I mean? And they might put on a front like, hey, we're here to help people, but it's just to make money. And I think it's pretty obvious in this technological day and age, like we can pass information around and we can talk about stuff you know, that we we couldn't move information around like we used to. And now I think a lot of things are being revealed 
uh, good and bad, you know, and not necessarily with religion. I'm talking in general with everything nowadays. You know what I mean? Like back in the day, man, like you, you'd have to call somebody on their home phone or even before that, you know what I mean? It took forever to get information dispersed. And now you can do it in like a click of a button and you can have a thousand million people, a thousand million, I mean a thousand or a million people, you know, or see it, you know what I mean? So I think with this day and age, a lot of, a lot of people who, if you have a bad agenda, I think it's going to, it's going to come out. It's going to show, you know what I mean? <clears throat> like, like Donald Trump, man. I like president Trump. I like that. He's, that he came in different. Like I, I hate that we had, it's always been the same old politician, the same old fucking liars. And you know what I mean? Like, is Trump lie? Probably. Does he have an agenda? Of course. He wants to make money. I was Donald Trump. He's just out to make money. Like, well, duh. You know what I mean? We knew that before we elected him. And we still elected him. You know what I mean? And I always wondered, how would a president be if he ran the United States or ran our country like it was an organization, right? So if you run a company or an organization and it makes money, it's going to, you know, that's successful. So I don't know what you would, you know, say making money is, but I think maybe fixing things in our country, uh, stop investing so much in foreign fucking countries. Like he's, he's into money, man. And I mean, I'm, maybe he's making changes. I'm talking right now and I really do no research on politics. Uh, I have done some, but it's like, what do you read, man? Like there's left, there's a left and a right side. And it's like one side is just going to fucking, you know, slander and ruin Trump's name or whatever. And like, he don't even give a shit. But, and then the other side, you know, is going to be like, oh, Trump's making America great again and shit. And it's like, I don't know, man. I'm right down the middle with Trump. I like that he's different. I like that he's making changes, man. Like, look at this Korea stuff, you know? And does he have some weird agenda behind it? Maybe. I don't know. But he's making, diff he's making huge changes already that all these other presidents didn't do or couldn't do. And I think it's hilarious. I hope Donald Trump does well. Uh, and if, you, if you're out there and you hope Donald Trump doesn't do well, that's like saying, I don't like my kid's bus driver and I hope he crashes while my kid's on the bus. Because Donald Trump's flying this plane and we're all on it. So we better hope he can fly and we better hope he doesn't fail. Does that make sense? And I know people, I've heard that analogy a few times and that's not mine. The school bus one, I just made that up off the top of my head. Seriously, like hoping President Trump fails is just dumb and ridiculous. He's been voted in. He is there. Unless something happens and comes up and he gets impeached and kicked out, whatever. He's there or at least for the next couple years and let's just hope he does good things. Let's hope that at least he sets up the next guy, you know, for, for, you know, for success. Uh, previous presidents, I know Bill Clinton. I was a little young for Clinton, but I, you know, I wasn't into politics or anything like that then. And I think he did good. I know the whole sexual thing he did or whatever was, I thought it was hilarious. But uh, George Bush, I love George Bush, man. I was in the military for the whole George W. Bush campaign, you know what I mean? And, and he was a military guy. Yeah, he sent us to probably some wars and some fights we shouldn't have been in. But he gave me a really good pay raise every year. And I'm not, you know what I mean? If you're in the military and your president is a military president, like he backs the military, you know, that's, that's what you want. You know what I mean? So that's why I liked him. And I still don't hate him. I think he was dumber and shit, but... Uh, I, I didn't, don't, don't hate the guy. I think he got us into some conflicts we didn't need. And I think his agenda was money too. You know what I mean? So it's funny when people are like, Trump's agenda was, is just money. And well, so was every fucking Hillary Clinton's wasn't money. She speaks at like banquets and stuff and they pay her like millions of dollars to speak there, which is just ways of people to, um, lobby, lobby money and, and contribute to her, to push their agenda, you know what I mean? So Hillary Clinton was so paid off, man. Like, 
for people that are still mad about the election and stuff, shut up. It's over. It's done. Uh, we could, Hillary could be president right now, man. I think that would be way worse, honestly. Uh, either she'd be doing dumb shit, or you know what I mean? Or she would just be doing the same shit that every other fucking president did, and that ain't getting us anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So at least Donald Trump is getting us somewhere, and I'm going to get off my political soapbox. I don't have a very – I don't get up on it very often because – I don't, I don't really, I care, but I don't, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like people are going to lie to us. Do we even know what the fuck is really happening? Well, we read it on the internet, dude, seriously, you watch videos and you read stuff on the internet. It's probably bullshit. Somebody who made that video or who's writing this story has an agenda themselves. You know what I mean? Just do you and, you know, don't hurt anybody else in the process. And that's all that really matters, you know? And I hope Trump, Trump fixes some shit. And I hope, you know, he's trying to do good stuff for the VA. You know, I mean, that's why I like him. Like he said, he said, he set some things in motion with, you know, veterans can choose their doctor. Like right now, like with my neck thing, like the VA won't cover a second opinion, right? Why? Why would you not cover a second opinion? You know, if a, one doctor says I should get a second or another doctor says I should get a second opinion, you know, why not cover that? But the VA doesn't cover it. And I'm not going to hate on the VA at all. Okay. Oh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to hate on them a little, but I don't want to. Like they've covered all this for me. Uh, their, their process is a little slow sometimes, uh, when you talk to them on the phone, they get, they just, sometimes they come across, uh, a moody or they don't want to listen to you. But I, and I think about it and I'm like, they sit there all day and they probably answer phone calls from pissed off veterans who think they're enabled the world, you know, they're enabled and, and they deserve the world. And they do, man, they do deserve the world. And, you know, some of these guys went to crazy war for us and, and you know, and these World War II veterans that are still alive and just, and I'm sure the VA just gets, I don't, they get sick of just getting yelled at or cranky ass veterans calling them expecting, you know, the world and it is what it is, man. Like I said, the VA has covered all this for me and it's going to save me so much. Like I'm already broke from not working as long as I have. Don't even get me started on Sun Life financial disability. Fuck them, dude. Seriously they have like, Hey, I haven't paid me in over two months. They owe me so much money. And, and I just, I need that money. I can pay, I can help pay my child support. I can help my ex, you know, help the baby's mamas out. You know what I mean? Like they're crabby towards me cause they're not getting their money. Fucking bill collectors calling. You know what I mean? Like just fucking pay me my money, man. I pay for that service through work and I'm done. I bitch about it all the time, but back to the VA. I want to thank the VA for helping me. The process is a little slow. I think their funding sucks for being federal but hopefully like the stuff Donald Trump put in motion can get can get going and we could get you know get some better better help for our veterans seriously like going through this whole injury process I've really got to see how bad my benefits at work suck don't get me wrong I love my I love PS doors I love the people that work there like the bosses are great it's very laid back uh does it have issues yeah every company has issues but their benefits man like having to use the benefits now I realize how bad they suck and I've heard things from other people and, and this and that, but man, it sucks, dude. Like I'm financially fucked for a long time just because this disability place is just, they say they don't get, I fax them everything. I call them all the time and they're, we didn't get it or that's not enough. And, or, or one person will tell me on the phone, oh, we got it. We're doing a review. That'll be done in five days. I call back in fucking five days and they're like, oh, we never got it. I'm like, well, who was the, the person I talked to before? So I don't know, man. I'm on a rant. I'm all angry, <laughs> not getting my money, but hopefully they pay me up soon. Uh, I'm scheduled for surgery 
Uh, I'm not scheduled for surgery. The surgery consult is May 24th, and I'm going to be getting the uh, forum anatomy. I've ranted for so long. I don't even know if I told you guys yet about my neck. Did I? I don't know. But I'm, I'm going with it, and uh, I'm going to have to have surgery. They're going to do that surgery from the back. I don't know when it is yet, but May 24th is my consult with the surgeon. And I am excited. It put me in a really good mood today to get me, you know, I see light at the end of the tunnel, man. Like, I've been sitting here in so much pain and just pissed off at the world. And thank you, Robin, for putting up with me. Thank you, everybody who puts up with me. Uh, my buddies out there, my friends, everybody, my sister. I, I can't thank enough people for helping me. So, uh, uh, what else was I going to talk about? Was there anything else? Oh, the cop stuff. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, you got, well, fuck it. You guys know I was a cop uh, in, the air, in the Air Force. Yes, it's different. Civilians and, I mean, we kind of do the same thing. I think civilian cops are obviously busier. Uh, there's less crime on most military bases. But don't get me wrong, there's a few bases out there. I have friends that were stationed at them and they said like shootings on the bases, meth labs, drugs, you know, and all that stuff. But the bases I was at are small. Grand Forks, the base here is tiny. And, you don't have too much stuff. Um, we had a few suicides. We had uh, a meth lab in a basement, things like that. I mean, we, I guess we had the meth lab, but but we don't have as much crime as other bases is what I'm saying. So my law enforcement experience, like I didn't get any shootouts like these other cops do. Uh, I've arrested plenty of people. Um, I never, you know, we never had to fight anybody to get them, you know, to get them to comply or anything like that. So I don't, you know what I mean? And I'm going to check my white privilege at the door. You know what I mean? I know I know cops can be racist. I know they can be prejudiced. You know what I mean? And I am not, not sticking up for cops at all. But do that job, okay? Before you sit and you badmouth police officers, sit down for two seconds and just think about what they do and what they go through, man. Like, I try to tell people, imagine you pulled a car over a couple nights ago. And as you're walking up to that car, bullets start flying. And they're whizzing past you. And they're trying to kill you, right? And then all of a sudden, you're in a gunfight. And... You know what I mean? And your light's flashing before your eyes or whatever the hell is going on. My computer just went black. Okay, we're still here. Oh, God, I think it stopped recording for a second too. It's now it distracts me. So just like I said, listen for a second and just think about that, man. If you're a cop and you get in a firefight, you know what I mean? Like that cop should have to go get some sort of mental health therapy, counseling, and they do. Don't get me wrong. I know cops get counseling and, and they go on, sus like, uh, not suspensions, maybe. They go on, like, leave and, and stuff while they're getting, like, the, the shooting and all that stuff sorted out if they were in a traumatic experience. But that person goes back to work and it's probably not very long after that situation. And are they trigger-happy and jumpy after something like that? Yes. Wouldn't you be? If, if, you, if you got shot at, and you possibly almost could have died. And a week later, you're in the same goddamn situation again. You don't think you're going to be a little jumpy? You are, you know what I mean? And, and don't, I'm not saying, I'm not giving the cops excuses for shooting people or being trigger happy or whatever. Like, what I'm getting at is nobody should do that job, man. Who can be a cop? You know what I mean? And there's great cops out there and, you know, that do really good things. And then there's prejudiced shitty cops or there's cops that have dealt with so much trauma that they have PTSD and that they're just messed up. And every time they get in a conflict, it's instead of like just de-escalating the situation and, and trying to stay as calm as possible, they instantly go from like, a, you know, a two to a 10. And all of a sudden it's just, it's crazy. And I don't think anybody is mentally tough enough to do that job. You know what I mean? To be a cop in, in a city and a big city 
where there's crime and shootings every day, man. Imagine if you go out every day and you get you can get in a firefight almost every day of your job, man. Cops are at war every day here in the United States. You know what I mean? And, and not, I'm not trying to put it like they're at war, like they're fighting against us. You know what I mean? But they deal with assholes all day. And I think if you deal with assholes long enough, you, you start you start to kind of become one sometimes, you know what I mean? And, and you can think about it, man. When you're a cop and you, you, give, you cut somebody some slack or you give somebody some leeway or you give someone an inch and they pull a gun on you and shoot you, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to rant about this for forever, but you don't understand, man. Somebody can be standing in front of you and they can be nice to your face and they can be great and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're trying to kill you. You know what I mean? So is it easier just to not give that inch? Yeah, it's easier just to be a hard ass and just to be an asshole. You know what I mean? And if you're the person getting briefed by the cop or you're getting a fucking speeding ticket and that cop's an asshole, well, think about what that cop has been through or just let him be an asshole. You know what I mean? Like I deal with assholes at the checkout line at Target and Walmart and wherever else. You know what I mean? I don't get on social media and bitch about them. You know why? Because they deal with assholes at the register all day. I, you know what I mean? And I hope all this makes sense. But what I'm getting at is cut some, cut some cops some slack uh, is there shitty cops out there? Of course. I'm not saying there isn't prejudiced, racist cops towards, towards black people and towards minorities. For sure, you know what I mean? And, and, I don't, and what can I say? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm white. I've never been, you know, I, I have actually. I've talked to cops before on the street outside of bars and stuff that were straight assholes to me because they thought I was drinking when I wasn't, you know what I mean? And, and there's this funny story. We were downtown here in Grand Forks once. And there's this big, jacked Armenian dude, and he's picking on this skinny little white dude that he's tiny. He was like, he's a little taller than me, but just super skinny. He had like a Laramore basketball jersey on, and the guy's pushing him around, and he's, he's trying to pick a fight with this little dude, and this our big Armenian Arabic-looking dude is just jacked. And I look over at him, I'm like, hey, man, the dude doesn't want to fight. Leave him the fuck alone. And the guy goes, you want to fight me? And then he comes like running at me and he trips over the curb and face plants. It was actually super funny. I wish we could have got it on video or whatever. But it's, and as soon as he face plants, cops come around the corner. Um, he jumps up and he's all freaking out. And they grab the cops grab him. Cop grabs me. And this older cop pulls me to the side. And he is the biggest dickhead on the planet. And he doesn't want, he doesn't care that I'm like, dude, I might have just saved a dude's life. And you don't give a shit. And he tells me to shut up. He tells me that I'm drunk, and I look at him, and I go, haven't had a drink, uh, I'm the designated driver, I was out driving friends around or whatever, you know what I mean, and it, it was just stupid, and yeah, this is, this dude, this is, I know this is, it isn't, isn't in comparison to what a lot of African Americans and a lot of people have to put up with, um, my brother tells me stories all the time, man, the, the cops used to fuck with him so bad, and they'd wait for him, and, you know, and it, it, don't get me wrong, like I said, the, a lot of police officers go through a lot and they, you know what I mean? And I don't think it's a job for anybody. And yes, there are racist cops. Yes, there are prejudiced cops and they shouldn't be fucking cops. You know what I mean? I see videos out there. I watched one, what, two weeks ago where a cop has a guy on the ground and a second cop runs up and punts the dude. Like I'm an MMA fighter, man. Like punting someone, if you're laying on the ground and I run and I punch you and kick you as hard as I can, I could kill you. I could snap your neck, brain trauma forever. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many, like, what I'm getting at is there's so many videos out there that make me want to cry and just make me just sick to my stomach watching them. That dude getting shot in his car with his fucking wife and his kid. He was a school teacher. You know what I mean? Like, 
why? Why did that cop shoot him? You know what I mean? So you either have to think that cop was just super racist and wants to shoot a black person, which I, I find hard to believe, or the guy has just been through so much trauma that he's so trigger, trigger happy that if someone reaches, reaches for their ID or reaches for their registration or insurance, they instantly think reaching for a gun because they've been shot at or, or traumatized. You know what I mean? And there's a female cop that said, I shot him because he was black and I was scared. Like, oh, man. I don't know. There's some really good cops out there that do great things, and I love those guys, and, you know, I respect them. But then there's these shitty cops that just are, they're either shitty because they're just shitty people or they're just traumatized to the point where maybe they shouldn't be cops anymore. You know what I mean? Maybe we need to have a better screening process after a traumatic incident happens, you know? And, and I'm sure... Police departments can't just afford to like, hey, man, you were in a shooting, so now you can't be a cop anymore or now you can't be you can't be on the street anymore. You know, what I mean, they need cops to be on the street and they're always looking for cops. Cops are always hiring, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> that's my rant about police officers. But what I really wanted to get out of it was if you get pulled over, I know I'm white. I get it. I'm white. I shouldn't be talking, but I was a fucking cop. OK, and if you get pulled over shut your mouth, sign the ticket and go on your way. If it seriously, if the cop is in the wrong, just, uh, the reason I'm bringing all this up anyway. <laughs> okay. If the cop is in the wrong. Just wait, take it to court. Uh, go talk to their supervisor, which probably ain't going to help either, but you know what I mean? Don't fight the guy right there on the spot. Do you tell me if, okay, if you're out there and you're listening to this and a cop started to arrest you and you started to argue with him, and he let you go after arguing with him, let me know. Because no fucking cop is going to let you go after you start arguing with him. You're going to make it worse. Once, once they're starting to be arrested, just shut your mouth. And it sucks. It's embarrassing if you're being arrested for something dumb. You, know, you got to go to jail, and you're probably scared. You know what I mean? And Whatever. Just don't, don't resist, man. It's just you're going to get fucked up. You know what I mean? As soon as you start resisting that cop, that cop who's probably... Been through some trauma, is, is scared at this point, you know what I mean? And he's like, oh no, this guy's fighting. And the last guy that fight tried to stab me. Or the last guy that fought tried to shoot me. You know what I mean? And I know I'm sticking up for cops a lot here. Because I was a cop, and I get it, man. But you can't, it just, I don't think anybody is fit to be a police officer. Especially in like big cities. It's like a war zone for those guys every day, man. And, and I was going to say earlier, what brought this on is I was watching a video on Facebook today. And this girl... This, this girl, this, this African-American lady got pulled over and right afterwards she gets on YouTube. She puts a YouTube video up or Facebook video. I don't know where she put the video up, but she put a video up and it's her crying, saying how racist this cop was and how embarrassed she was just like so traumatized by this fucking experience. And then the, the sheriff's department that pulled her over released the cop's body cam and he was like so polite. He was nice, like, he didn't act out of line at all. He was the most professional cop ever, and then she goes off to slander his name. If that cop's body cam wasn't on, he might have gotten fired. He probably, you know what I mean? He's probably got family and kids and shit that he's got to support, and her lying ass is going to get him fired and in trouble. You know what I mean? Like, all because she didn't want to sign the ticket. You know what I mean? He even tells her, like, you're signing the ticket. You're not admitting to guilt. All you're telling me is that you're either going to show up in court or you're going to pay it. You know what I mean? How hard is that? She was doing 70 and a 55. There's no arguing. If you pull me over, I'm doing 70 and a 55. I'm going to be like, yeah, you got me. 
before even the cop will walk up to my window and I'm gonna be like, I know, I know, give me a ticket. Don't even, I'm not even, I don't even give excuses, you know? Sometimes I'll ask the cop if he wants an excuse. I'm like, do you wanna hear my excuse or not? And sometimes a cop in Fargo is like, yeah, yeah, let me hear it. And I told you know, it's just, it's crazy, man. But please just try to have respect for cops. The good ones, the bad ones, especially the fucking bad ones. Have respect for them or they're gonna fuck you up or shoot you or beat the shit out of you, you know? If you, if you run into a cop and you can tell he's an asshole or he's got a bad attitude, just, just let, him, let him be him. You know what I mean? He's probably dealing with some fucking issues that we have no idea about. Uh, you know what I mean? So just, just let the courts deal with it. And don't get me wrong. Courts aren't the best either sometimes, but do what we got to do. Uh, like I said, I'm going to get off my soapbox with the cop stuff. Um, and if you got a problem with me talking about it because I'm white, then whatever, man. This is ridiculous. Uh, and I know black people face face uh, adversity and prejudice and, and shit with cops all the time. Don't get me wrong. I know. And, and I agree with you guys. And I think need, something needs to change. But what? What are we going to do? How are you going to train people different? How are you going to train people to not, to not download that, that fucking trauma of somebody shooting at you? You know what I mean? Or, man, it's, it's crazy. But we, and see, you know what else? What happens? So I've watched a vi- There's another video going around. I'm sure most of you have seen it. That fucking, this black dude beat up three cops, and those cops are fucking pathetic, man. And, and he's on drugs, or he's on something, and they're hitting him with asps, and they're batons, and they're beating him up, and he's just walking right through it and beating their asses. And, and honestly, man, I think his cops are afraid. They're afraid to, to not necessarily pull the trigger, but there are so many things that they should have done there, you know what I mean? And people were like, well, taser wasn't going to work if they asked. Taser will work, man. I've been tased a lot, you know, in cop training and stuff, and that fucking, it works, man. And I don't know why those guys didn't tase him. I don't know if that department doesn't carry tasers. I never really looked into it, but man, like, <laughs> that dude fucked those cops up. And then everybody, instead of, you know what I mean, it could have been either all well, those cops or pieces of shit, and everybody's making fun of the cops because they couldn't handle this guy. And shit, I'm making fun of the cops. You know what I mean? Like, I would have wrecked that dude, and I'm a little guy. You know, but it's a dangerous situation, and, and it is what it is. And I feel like cops are going to be afraid to do their job now. They're afraid of who's watching. They're afraid of of losing their job. They're afraid of like that girl who's going to go and make a fucking YouTube video after the traffic stop. Like seriously, that guy's body cam might have saved him his job, saved him his reputation. He might be called a racist for the rest of his life if it wasn't for that. And he's not, man. That guy, he might be. I don't know. Um, but, but for what I know of him for that traffic stop, he was professional and he did his job. So I'm done. I'm off the soapbox about uh, the cops and just be respectful. Seriously, even if they're assholes, be respectful. Or you're gonna get fucked up. All right, so I'm uh, <laughs> I'm back on Snapchat. I'm not sure why I got off it in the first place. I just think I never really used it much. Uh, but I'm just bored, man. And like when you're bored and social media is out there, like it just I don't know. So I'm gonna I'll probably post some some snaps every once in a while. Me and the dogs messing around and the pets and shit. Uh, fun stuff I do around the house. Um, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Snapchat. Uh, I don't know what else I got going on, man. So, uh, if you guys want to hit me up, hit me up. Uh, Dave's podcast one at gmail.com is the email address for the podcast. Uh, I'm funny welder on most things, <laughs> uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I don't use Twitter that much. Twitter's a weird, it's a weird social media base. It's like if you're popular and you can get a lot of retweets and stuff, I think if you're famous, Twitter works for you, but if you're not famous, or, you know what I mean? The whole idea is you got to try to get somebody famous to retweet you. And then maybe people will follow you even then. But even then, I don't know. Twitter's just one of those weird social medias. And I hate Facebook. I really do. Like I said, I only got back on there to promote this. But the hatred and stuff that goes around on there, man, like, 
like it's sad, but it's hilarious, man. Like find a video and just like a video that a lot of people have commented on or a controversial video or racist video or something and go and look, just read through the comments, man. People just spew the most hatred and you know what I mean? Hiding behind a monitor and a keyboard. A lot of that shit wouldn't be said face to face. You know what I'm saying? And then people start arguing with each other and you're like, these people are such strangers and they're arguing with each other. Like, why, why would you argue with somebody you don't know at all? Like, if I don't know that person, I don't know their beliefs. I don't even know if they're trolling. A lot of times, like seriously, if you get in an argument with somebody on Facebook, they're probably just trolling you. And if you don't know what trolling means, it means they're just saying stuff to get you excited and get you mad. So I'll argue with people on, on Facebook that I know, you know what I mean? And it's all in fun. Me and my sister will argue on Facebook comments and stuff and do and stuff. And it's all in fun. It really is. And me and my sister argue through, you know, through text and we have a Marco Polo app where I talked about it before, but you, you know what I mean? And I love it. Like, I don't hate, I would me we could, we could act like we're mad at each other, but we're never mad at each other. That's what I love about my sister. My brother's the same way, Richie, uh, me and him will get in some crazy heated conversations and he's half black too. So we can get into some racial stuff. And, and I, I love his point of view on a lot of things and, and, you know, and he can educate me, uh, you know, I am white and I don't, you know, people are like, oh, white privilege. You can't say nothing. You've never been discriminated against and stuff. I have it, man. But I have a lot of friends. I have family. And I know people who have and they tell me about it and I can't even imagine. You know what I mean? It's I couldn't fathom, you know, going around and being scared of the cops and, you know, being scared. You know, when somebody tells you that you can't do something and you're like, is it because I'm black? You know what I mean? It's always in the back of his mind. My brother was telling me about that stuff. And, and you know what I mean? And it, It's crazy, man. This is the world we live in. You know, and the United States is just so tribal. Everybody is just one side. You're left or you're right or you're Trump or you're Hillary or you're, you know what I mean? Or you're white or you're black or you're Hispanic or whatever. Like, we got to get out of these tribes, man. I'm on Tribe America for real. And my tribe is full of every color, every race, every ethnicity. And, and that's what I love about being in the military, man. Like, I grew up, don't get me wrong, dude. I grew up in small town, South Dakota, one black girl <laughs> and she was adopted and then you know what I mean? And then my mom remarried a black man. And I was like the second black person that I actually knew like growing up. That's crazy. Like we didn't have any black people. And, you know, and I went to basic training and I got to be around a lot of African-Americans, a lot of Mexicans, a lot of Asian people, people I'd never been around before. And they educated me, man. I wasn't afraid to ask them questions. Ah, maybe a little at first, you know what I mean? Like you want to walk up to a black person and be like, what can a white person say the N word? Well, <laughs> that's, that's not a question I ask. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know what I mean? Like, I'll, you know, it was, I got educated and it was awesome. I, I, you know, I mean, I have some great friends of all different colors and ethnicities and religions and, you know, people that don't have religion. And I love everybody, man. I like diversity. I love, I love different cultures. You know what I mean? Like in Africa, man, like what made that deployment? There was a Guam guard unit that was there and they barbecued like every day and they invite everyone. They don't care if you're, you know, white, black, whatever, they don't give a shit, man, like barbecue, man, get over here, you know, and you're like, yo, I just ate, but their food is good, you know, and you go, and you know, it, it, it's whatever, yeah, and yeah, you realize, like, Islander, like, Islander people, I don't even know if they like being called that, I am sorry, I've just, somebody educate me, but, like, Asian people, I, people from, like, Guam, and, you know, and uh, the Philippines, they like to stick together, and they're very tribal, you know what I mean, but, they're a happy tribe and they love to educate people and bring them in and hey man try our food you know and it's like I love their food I love every kind of food you know what I mean and 
uh, all I'm trying to get at is I, I think I've been educated. I think I've been around a lot of diversity and stuff. And, I, you know, I'm growing up in a place where I was surrounded by a lot of racist people. You know what I mean? And, I, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't think my dad was racist or anything like that. I think, you know, my mom remarried a black man. And, and he's from small town South Dakota. And he was raised fucking ignorant too you know what i mean and but my dad i brought black friends home to meet my dad and he's showed them nothing but respect you know what i mean i feel like a true racist would just slam the door in their face or not say not talk to them or you know i don't even know what i'm talking about at this point just rambling still rambling bailey we're going at it uh i hope all this shit makes sense man i'm gonna go back and listen to it (laughs) always do before i post it i don't know who knows what i said i've been going on forever but it doesn't matter man um, oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. See, good thing I kept ranting. I always forget about something. Like, I'll end the podcast and I'll publish it and I'll be like, oh, I wanted to talk about this or that. Well, on SoundCloud, I have a thousand listens. And that's only on SoundCloud, I think. Okay, I don't know how the listens and shit work on there. Like, it told me I'm at a thousand. And I don't know if that's just on SoundCloud or if that's all the devices and that's all the uh, all the uh, all the different platforms together. You know what I mean? Because SoundCloud hosts it and then... All the other ones, Apple, uh, Stitcher, um, Google, they all just pull it from SoundCloud so that way they don't have to host a shit ton of, you know, podcasts and videos and other stuff. So, or music, a lot of music on SoundCloud. And they tell me, you know, I like, so on SoundCloud it says listens, like the total listens all, of all time. And it says, um, you know, I'm at 1,000 now. But also I'm at like almost 600 on, uh, on Apple or whatever it is, iTunes. So I don't know if it's all added together or not, but I'm just going to go by the one SoundCloud tells me. And I've had a thousand listens and I can't thank you guys enough, man. Seriously, like, I just got emotional. What the shit is that? Don't you cry. Don't cry on your podcast. Um, seriously, you guys, I can't believe that you guys are listening and I love it and I, I appreciate it. And I hope you guys like it. Uh, don't be afraid to ask some questions. I know some people threw some questions around uh carrie you want to know what mwds and I'll, I'll get into that eventually maybe i can get someone on that was a handler and i definitely want to get some people on uh and, and sit down and have some conversations and try to do the duo podcast you know what i mean like maybe i'm not good at maybe i'm just the solo thing is my thing maybe having someone on isn't my thing but i gotta try it uh me and my brother fooled around with it a little bit but it was late at night the energy was gone we've been drinking <laughs> you know what i mean so I hope you guys enjoy. I, I, I don't, I'm going to go back and listen to this. I don't, who knows what I all talked about. I ranted like crazy in this one, and hopefully I didn't come across as some white, privileged piece of shit. And if I did, well, then I guess that's who I am because I speak from the heart, and I just talk, talk what's on my mind. You know what I mean? And hit me up. If you got a problem with something I said, talk to me about it. Don't sit and just talk about, you know what I mean? Maybe there's a misunderstanding, maybe a miscommunication, whatever. I'm down to talk about whatever. But if you're going to spew hate at me like those assholes on Facebook, I'm going to tell you to fuck off. So <laughs> once again, I love you guys for listening. Just, I, can't, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, this was episode nine. I hope it came out all right. We got a little controversial about some shit in there. And, and I love it. And the, like I said, this episode was brought to you by Angle S Horseshoeing and Stables. Um, if you know, if you're not into horses, but you know someone who is and you know someone who's getting into horses and they're looking for a farrier, to um, get their hooves trimmed, go check out uh, Chad, Shirley, Lee, uh, the guy, you know, everybody, they're awesome, and they're family to me, and they're amazing people, they're nice people, you could just drive up to the stables, get out of your vehicle, and say hi, they're not, they're not going to run you off, you know what I mean, and 
And speaking of MWDs, uh, that's why Kerry wanted me to talk about them, but they have two. They've adopted at least two or three MWDs now, you know, military working dogs. Sorry, speaking in acronyms. Canine dogs that are retired, they, you know, they, they adopt them. And they, they have uh, a couple different dogs that I've actually worked with and been around a lot and done a lot of training with, you know, and, and that's awesome. Those dogs need a, they deserve to go and, and live on a place, a farm, a huge farm. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, well, when the dog retires, he's going to go to the farm. And usually that was like a, a way of saying that fucking Fluffy's about to get a bullet or euthanized or whatever, you know? But these dogs really do get to go to the farm and they're treated amazing. And Shirley's always writing me, asking me about them and like, what can I do about this? Why does Addy want to eat the, the barrel when I roll it and stuff? And I love it. I love it. And uh, we'll get into some more MWD stuff or, or canine stuff later in future podcasts. But uh, if you're into horses, check them out. That was my, my first sponsor, and I appreciate them so much. And like I said, they're my family. I love them. Uh, check them out. I love you guys for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. See you next time.